Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira, or as Steve Urkel likes to say, the lovely Laura Winslow. No, I'm playing. I'm anyway. not Laura Winslow. <laughs> Guys, I'm just really happy and excited about today's episode. I'm excited to be uh, chilling with you, Shy. How you feeling? How you feeling today? I feel fine. It's another day. It's just another day in paradise. Well, Shire, I'm excited about today's topic because we're going to be talking about marriage and specifically from the topic of why black millennials are not getting married. What is going on? What's going on? What's going on? Um, Shire, I'm going to really just turn it over to you and let you you know, kind of throw us into this topic. But before we get there, we definitely want to do some house cleaning. Uh, we want to let you house know. House cleaning? I thought it was housekeeping. Yes, sorry, housekeeping. <laughs> housekeeping. I would love for you to clean the house, though. <laughs> so uh, as you can tell, we're go- we're straight into the podcast now. So um, if you're not familiar, if you're just the first time listening to the Black Mary Defrey podcast, we talk about anything from real estate to f- uh, all things finance, debt payoff, and marriage. You know what I mean? So... Um, welcome to the show. If you're new and if you're not new, welcome back. So Shire, without further ado, why don't you lead us into the topic? Marcus, you sounded like, uh, you were doing the church announcements. (laughs) Yes. Church announcements. That's what we'll call that segment. Church announcements. Church announcements. (laughs) I mean, it really took COVID for folks to get a break from the church announcements. Like we yes. can't read the bulletin. Anywho, let's stay on topic. So um, I came across some really, really interesting statistics. Yes. And it was from um, an article from the Pew Research Center. And for those of you who are readers, it's titled, As Millennials Near 40, They're Approaching Family Life Differently Than Previous Generations. So in looking at that article... I learned that a majority of millennials are not married. Um, And only 44% of millennials were married in 2019. And that is pretty low compared to previous generations. Yes. And one of the things that it it noted was that um, for men, the average uh, age of the first marriage was age 30. What's wrong with y'all? 30? (laughs) Okay. And for women, they were 28 years old. And the thing that struck me was that black millennials are far less likely to be married than millennials in other racial and ethnic groups. Mm. 
So 24%. So that's about one in four black millennials are married. So that means 75% are single. Um, And when we look at other races, so 51% of Asian millennials are married. 48% of white millennials are married. And 42% of Hispanic millennials are married. Mm. And I guess the question is, well, why is it? So the article did not go into why, but I think today we're going to try to fill yeah, in the gaps. Yeah. So we give our opinions in our, in our yes. thoughts on that. On so the Marcus has his theories that I have not heard. Okay. And I have a few of my own that I am going to either shock him with or, or not shock him with. So do you have one for me or would yes. you like me to go first? You know what, Sean? Why don't you go ahead and go first because you're on a nice flow right now. I like the flow that you're on. Okay. So I'm going to let you go. And then I'm going to come over the top rope. With okay. Um, well, I guess this kind of goes with your church announcements. Um, because my one of my reasons was the acceptability of cohabitation. Yes. Where in past years. Okay. So cohabitation, a.k.a. shacking, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Um, living with your boo. Right. Okay. Right. So like no one calls it shacking i mean i have not heard anyone use that terminology like in years but like when we were younger like what do you think would happen if you and i decided to move in together what what would have happened uh my family would have been like what you know are you going to marry her they would have looked at me sideways because i come from a a very uh deep-rooted church family you know so they would have been like what's going on i kind of would have been probably outcast like i think you i think that i think someone would have showed up to the house with oil (laughs) (laughs) and the latter they would have slathered us down with oil yeah or i'm i think i'm saying it wrong and we would have had a shotgun wedding right in your apartment yeah they would have been like "What, what are you doing and either they would have talked me into marrying you shotgun style or I would have just been the black sheep. Yeah, I don't think I would have been a black sheep, but I don't think my mother would have approved. Yeah. Nor my father. Yeah. If he were to find out. And and Shire, think, just talk about what, what time that was. I mean, man, time has flied. That was 15 years back. So the world was a, di- a different place morally uh, 15 years ago. Like even 15 years ago, things Thing. we see people getting canceled all the time for things they said 15 years ago right that now you can't say those things so the moral compass has just kind of shifted in general and it does over time anyway so fast forward to now i mean we might it might not it, it, we might not be met with such vitriol now yeah i mean right? we we know people who have cohabitated and it has led to marriage mm-hmm. Um, and I know people that have had the opposite experience where their cohabitation did not lead to marriage. It led to, I really don't think this is going to work out. Right. And it ended up in a breakup. So if you are living with someone who is your partner, I think in some situations there's not an urgency yeah. to get married. Right. Now, I don't have statistics on if the cohabitation rates are higher um, with within the black community. I don't know. But yeah. in general, I think we can make an assumption that in most ethnic 
racial groups, it is a little bit higher and it is trending upward. It has trended upward over time. Right. So that was that was mine. You so got you yours. got one. Okay. I mean, I have some more too. But what you got? Okay, well, let's get into it uh, because uh, you know this is a finance podcast and and we do touch on mar- marital topics as we do today. But let's keep it. Let's 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 let's, let's kind of go back to the finance piece. I believe welfare and welfare. Yeah, I believe welfare played a role, and and that's not welfare. just my my thought either. Uh, a website here. Why would you say? It's well. I'm, I'm, it's welfare's well, fault. You got to give me some well, more. Well, I'm gonna break it down. Okay. So the Institute for Family Studies dot org, uh, ifstudies.org, states that in. Let, 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 let me find my my information here. But in help them. <laughs> Take your time. From 1890 to 1950, Shy, black women had a higher black men and women had a higher marriage rate than white. So that was then white women, then white couples, then white couples. So okay. that was during the age of uh, Reconstruction and Jim Crow from 1890 to 1950. Marcus, do you know how long ago 1890 was? I mean that that was a very long time ago. Well, peep the stats. I have more for you. They in didn't even ni- have welfare back then. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So in 1950, just nine percent of black children lived without their father. Okay. Right. So that sh- that also. Uh, goes back to say hey the family dynamic was 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 strong there there were a lot of couples there were a lot of married couples mother and father in the home shire by 1960 the black marriage rate had declined but remained close to our white counterparts but by the mid 1980s fathers fatherlessness skyrocketed uh today only 44 percent of black children have their father in the home and what this website points to is welfare. When welfare came in in the uh, late 1960s, it was uh, an assistance from the government for uh, you know women and 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 really was had a focus on broken families, right? And they're saying this this study is saying that that may have played a role into hey, if we're having a rocky relationship. Right. And you leave the home and I can get a check and, and, and I could get money. The government can be that pseudo man in the family. It it kind of serves as a, de- a divisive thing, you know, and, and then, you know, let's say, OK, so that's dealing with the married couple that may split. But let's say if you're growing up and you know that, hey, this assistance is out there as a as a backup plan, you know, maybe I can get by with just me and and raising my kid. I, I'm not really. I'm less inclined to go the extra mile to stay in this relationship when I have a nice safety net. And this study says that that overwhelmingly affected black families more so than uh, other families, which leads us to the statistics that you named off that are today. What people aren't marrying because we, from the 1980s to current, we saw that, the family wasn't really like a huge dynamic. It, w- it was like there were many split families that were successful that 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 did okay. You know what I'm saying? You well, came out of say, a family. How do you say split that, families that, did, that were successful? That survived, that excelled, that you know what I mean? Uh, m- many of my friends growing up uh, didn't have a father. They, they maybe just had, you know, just raised by their mother, you know, but they were 
successful just as I was. They were still just succeeding in school. So we, we, we've, we've seen from the 80s to current that you can survive with, with just one parent or you could survive alone, so to speak, right? So it just kind of made marriage like not this glamorous thing like it was because in the 50s, we needed each other. We and, still need each we other. We still need each other. But when you have this safety net, I'm going to go back to the welfare safety net system. It's a net. It's not a blanket. It's not a warm blanket. Right, right. Like, do you know what a net looks like? A net is full of holes. Right. But it, it may have served as a, well, you know what? We're not seeing completely eye to eye. I don't necessarily want to work on this. Or I, I kind of want to do me. You know what I mean? I want to do me. So... I can do that because I, you know. Right. So I think what you're saying is that. Help me out, Shara. I think what you're saying is that there is a historical piece and there's also a piece that is part government policy that have not incentivized a man being in the home. Right. I think that's what you're saying. doing the work to stay because we know marriage is hard and it takes work. Right. And well, and you had a statistic from 1890. But what this recent article is showing is that there are differences um, in our generation than our parents and their parents. You don't even have to go back that far to see the shifts and changes in um, society. Yeah. But I definitely think that there is a governmental policy uh, piece because historically, I'm looking at history. Our families have been broken up. Right. So, so, but, but I don't, you know, I. Well, let's take the government out of it. Okay. We could take the government out. Okay. Of it. Let's just say it, 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 cause the welfare thing is a, it's a hot take as they say in the sports world. So that's it. It, it means welfare is government. Right. I don't, I think it's say, okay. the government policies. Let's like take I the said. government out of it. Okay. Cause that kind that kind of feels like a conspiracy theory. It kind of did. How really... you was explaining it. I wasn't going to say it. Okay. But you so did. let's take that out. The numbers don't lie that marriage, uh, broken homes and marriage. Let, let me say this in night in the mid 1980s, the statistics clearly show that, marriage was not as important as it was in years prior. I think marriage has always been important. Well, I don't I'm talking about, I'm not talking, I'm talking about just merely the numbers. Well, you can say a decline, but I don't think the statistics don't say how important something okay. is. Let's just say the numbers clearly state that it declined. Marriage declined in the 80s. So what does that mean? I don't know. I, we're not saying what caused it. Let's just say, can we both agree that it declined? Well, we're, we are both saying that there has been a continued decline. Cool. So let's say if but if, if the numbers really became more polarizing in the 80s, those are the parents of millennials. So the millennial era didn't see their parents as married as the generation before it. OK, so now marriage, so you're now it's a cycle. It's a cycle. It's OK, cyclical. now so this now is marriage a general. Like, it's 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 a cycle. It's, it's a generation it's generational. Of, I, I could thing. do it, but I could also have fun. Because so what you're saying is that if you grow up in single parent home or something to that effect, you're more likely to have seen someone do it alone. So right. therefore you think, man, I can, I, do can this. I can do it if I have to. Yeah. And 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 no shade to that. I think that that's awesome. I think a lot of our young ladies, uh, black women. Are they're like, hey, I'm not really going to wait. 
and 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 just kind of be nurtured into even with my daughter i don't and i'm gonna i'm gonna try to find a healthy balance but i don't necessarily want to nurture my daughter into just being that a housewife like nurture her into just wait for a husband uh because he's gonna come and you want to be you want to be really a member shop we had home ec classes and we want to groom our ladies to be good um why makers i want my daughter to be somewhat independent too no because it's a I, new want era. Her, I want her to be i i, I want her to have a she nice has balance. a good balance i mean she's I a young girl daughter. and she will get in the kitchen with mama but, and cook and she'll when yeah. guests come ask them if they need something that's just hospitality those are good life skills that people need to have whether you're male or female i understand where you're coming from though yeah, I want, you want your baby to girl to be okay, to be okay and not have to wait on a guy necessarily. Whereas generations past, that wasn't the mentality. The mentality was you grow up, you get married. I like, I like to say, I think, but me that and was you, the social norm. norm. That was the social norm. Yes. And so what we're saying is that the norms are changing under the norms. What's considered normal, right? It's being redefined. It's being redefined. So can I go? It's on you. Sorry. I mean, I you just took up. Okay. So how how are you going to like this? My reason why black millennials are not getting married is because men are not leaving the nest. Yes, I put it off on the brothers. Okay. Well, I don't have the statistics for black men, but I'm this is all men. But okay, so 14% of millennials live with their parents. And another 14% live with other family members. Okay, so that's 28% of millennials is live, are living with someone um, and who's not a spouse. Facts. And then millennial men are much more likely than millennial women to live with their parents. So that's 18% of men compared to 10% of women. So if we have 18% of millennial men living at home... Are they in a position to take on the responsibility of a wife and family? Speak on it. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> but it depends on what their reason for living at home. So, you know, you may what be. What reason could you possibly have? Millennials are in their 30s, nearing their 40s. Some might be in their late 20s. I'm, I'm not sure. Right. But it, you creeping on out of them 20s if you're a millennial. Yeah. I mean, you may be stacking your money. Hmm. Uh, you think that that's what the eighteen percent are doing? They're just sitting at home stacking money. Yeah, yeah. I think I think what's what we see happening for what purpose? Well, sorry. Uh, in, in all honesty, me and you are on the high end of the millennial uh, age bracket, right? So we're we're we scarcely made it into that millennial no. class. But okay. let's let's take let's bring it down to. Folks I don't think we scarcely because some people will say that nineteen eighty. Well, yeah, if you're born, right. you know, so, so we kind of smack dab in that middle. We're kind of in the middle. Well, well let's break it down to maybe an individual, maybe ten years younger than us, maybe in their mid twenties, right? I feel like they're not in a rush to get married because they want to have a solidified career. That's what they say, but one in four are only one in four are married. I think we're all hiding behind. We're just waiting, and, and and they are, and millennials are waiting. That's why I gave the age, you know, the average age of marriage for men is age 30. Yeah, I think men want to be... why are we living at home? Why are the men, more so than the women, staying at home? Well, I think we one could say that it's, it's the cost of living is, is a lot more expensive 
rents are a lot more expensive. I mean, myself, I came from the generation of 18, 21, you moved out. And like, you could do that, right? I had a, my first uh, apartment was, cost me $550 a month. It was a studio apartment. They got studio apartments in San Francisco that will rent out for six thousand dollars a month. So it's well, then you don't live in San Francisco. I'm not too far though. Well, you don't. You, know you need to move and relocate <laughs> so you can be the best yes. you. Yes, yes, I agree. Men make it happen, so no excuses. You know, as to why you can't do it. If you want to do something, you need to do it. So why? So well, if that's the case, then why are eighteen percent of millennial? I feel like you're on the stand. You're on trial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are 18 per- That's a high percentage, Marcus. I'm going to keep it a thousand. Let's go here, Shire. Okay. Let's go here. It's hard to be with, uh, if you're not a hyper successful male, and it, trust me, if you're living at home and you're making just enough to maybe get out on your own, but not quite yet, so you, that's why you're staying at home, it's hard to get into the the dating gang cycle because these ladies are successful, man. These ladies are educated. And because and 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 uh, black women are the uh, highest rising entrepreneur class, these black women got it together. Uh, and it's hard to step to a sister and you making, you know, just enough. It's hard to step to a sister when you come in, when you stepping out of a, a of a Honda Civic. You see what I'm talking about? That's now, a good car. That's a good car. Oh, well, let's oh. keep it a hundred, though, Shire. Oh, we can't. Can we keep it? I'm gonna keep it one thousand. Okay. 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 So keeping it one thousand is that yes, um, black women were highly y'all be wanting y'all Birkin bags and all this kind of foolishness. You what know is what that? Saying? Okay. So <laughs> yes, women are women in general are. You want a brother with some money? Let's keep it real, Shire. Okay, so women in general are graduating from college at higher rates than men. Yes. However, black men statistically still make more than black women. Okay, so I pulled some statistics for us. Okay. They're, they're a couple years old, but they're from the, Depart- the Department of Labor Statistics. So uh, this was in 2017. Okay. So... I'm not sure what the pandemic has done to to wages of our black families. But um, in 2017, the av- the median salary for a black man was forty two thousand seventy six dollars. And for black women, it was thirty six thousand um, seven hundred thirty five dollars. And the salary was trending down from the year before trending down. So I I think you're right about the education piece, but statistically, I don't think I'm not sure if black women are making more than black men, because generally men do make more than women. Well, let's go here, Shia, because I love that you gave those average numbers. Okay. And I'm going to just be real with it. The average person doesn't want the average person. I don't know that that that's true. What do you mean by that, Marcus? Everybody believes that their soulmate uh, fairy tale there. Yeah, should be a fairy tale. So if I make a 40,000 and I'm a young lady, I believe that I deserve a man that's making X, Y, and Z. If I'm a young man that's making 40,000, I, I think I deserve Holly Berry. Who's this this model? Right. So everyone's uh, idea of their mate is inflated. Let's not act like that's not true okay. nobody wants to date someone who's who's 
average across the board. That's not what you go out. That's not what you're going out looking for. That may be what you find, you know, but no one wants to quote unquote settle. So while these numbers are average, no one wants the average person. Everybody's waiting for that. You know, that, 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 that perfect uh, picture in their mind of what they want their mate to be. And I think that could be hurting marriages okay. everybody's waiting everybody's trying to wait, get the best it's, there's only so much best to go around you're right but you know what's funny i don't know if you're realizing this dynamic is that i've been blaming the men and you've been blaming the women i wouldn't say that well you're yes you are you're saying i'm that, talking about fellas too but fellas too we're waiting for this dime so you're saying and, that people don't have realistic expectations sure that was you you just took the words right out of my mouth that's what I'm trying to say. I think people's expectations are real. So a guy, men who are staying with their mothers are, they feel inefficient. They feel I can't pursue the type of woman I see in my head until I get my money right, until I get my paper right. So I'm either going to stay huddled up in my mother's house and not aspire for more, or I'm staying in my mother's house and I'm stacking, stacking, stacking to become this great person. So I can go out with my, you know, three-piece suit on and finally get that girl that I've always seen in my mind. I know she wants those types of things. I I don't know that 18% of men that are staying at home with their parents are actively seeking to become the person that you, that you just described parents. If you have a son, we have a son, Mm -hmm. but the job is to raise a boy into a man. Right. And if you're a millennial and you're in your 30s and your late 30s, you have very specific taste in your late 30s. Your late 30s and you're preparing yourself. That means that you've had at least 12 years um, of being out of high school. What have you done? Let's go here. Okay, let's go. I, that was a great question, sir. I do agree with what you say, but let, let's go here. Let's keep it a thousand. If you met Marcus Murray at 30 years old, think about where Shira was at 30 years old. I want you to be honest with our audience here today. I'm going to finish my question before I let you go. <laughs> okay, Shire. You're 30-year-old Shire, and you met 30-year-old Marcus. Mm-hmm. Could I pull you? Could, 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 I, could, could I step to you with where I was at 30 and where you were at 30? Okay, so our lives are so intertwined that I cannot answer that question. You can't imagine yourself at 30 without me there. At 30, we're already nine years in. <laughs> we're already nine years in. So it, it, it's hard to answer that question. Okay, I do have another thing. Because 30-year-old Marcus is 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 a is a hustler, a hard worker, but 30-year-old Marcus isn't degreed up. 30-year-old Marcus isn't clocking six figures. And you're degreed up. And but you're waiting for... I have a stat on that. Okay. So actually... I have a statement because I don't know what I did with this stat, but um, basically the article shared that millennial men are more likely than women to marry someone with higher educational credentials. So a lot of men are open to being married to a woman that has attained, you know, a higher educational accomplishment or however you want to describe that. Um, And there was another piece to that. But I don't know. But but I think that that is just turning into the norm. I mean, because I think people are waiting. People are spending more time to learn themselves. Uh, uh, we had our, our a good 
friends of the money monopolizers or we actually we were on their podcast and we kind of spoke to this i think people are waiting to build their careers people are spending more time to learn themselves to learn their tastes to get what they think their career is to get a little more stable and so when you're doing that you're 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 aging your tastes are changing and when you get 30 and you got your career or you ladies you have your degree gentlemen you have that big job man you want a very specific person so you're you're less willing to build a life with someone okay i have Amen. to th- i have to throw you a question though Great because job. i feel like we're not really addressing the question okay. the question is why aren't black millennials not getting married not millennials across the board mm, because black millennial marriage is only 24% compared to 51% of asian 48% of white and 42% of Hispanic millennials. So why aren't the black millennials getting married? Black people. Let's go here. I I believe the overwhelming majority of black men and black women have developed stereotypes of each other. Okay. Okay. They developed uh, limiting beliefs in regards to each other. And so they were less inclined to go into it blindly. Like they've developed these. Blind. Go, go, go into a relationship optimistically. I think they've developed these thoughts based on what we see on social, stupid social media. Come on. On television and different things like that. We've developed these stereotypes of each other. And so we're less likely to learn each other and cohabitate and build a life together. I think there's some benefit to naivete when me and you. Uh, we were young, dumb, and in love. And I think that that has served as a wonderful benefit to us. Sometimes what, what you don't know is a good thing because you can learn with each other. Instead, you come into the relationship with all this information, all this stuff you've seen online, all this uh, you know, stuff you've read in, in these magazines, on right. what women want, what men want. And you come into it jaded. You come into it with your guard up. Come on, I'm going to just I'm going to amen that. Thank you. Shire. I think that we take a lot of advice from people who don't have the lived experience to back it up. Man. OK, let me say that again. We take advice from people that do not have the lived experience yes. to back it up. That's 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 OK. That's, that's a so that's one of the preach. things that I looked up, because I think a lot of times we're quick to make black women feel bad for being educated. But when you actually look at the statistics, um, people with a bachelor's degree or higher, they tend to stay married. They tend to stay married, period. Yes. They tend to stay married um, when compared to those who do not have a bachelor's or who have a high school degree or um or like a GED. Right. So folks that are married actually tend to stay together. Might be hard finding a man, but girl, when you get them, yeah. y'all is going to work. Yeah. It's going to work. I mean, that's what the, that is what the statistics say when you actually look at them. Yeah. So I think that's good. Sure. I don't know, but I, I mean, yeah, I think that sometimes folks don't have realistic expectations and I, and I've, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I feel like our whole conversation is speculation. Yeah, yeah. We don't have, there's no causation. Like because of this, yeah. black people are not getting married. I don't, I feel like there's many, many layers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a definitely a, a thick, 
a thick topic of conversation to to unpack for sure. Right, but there are so many benefits to getting married. Yeah, that now, I, let's go into that. That's what I want to go into, Shire, because well, I can. I mean, we can just that's that. Okay, boom. I can no give matter you some how right hard now. you hustle, no matter how successful of you are, in no matter how successful you are individually. What if you connect with someone who's equally as successful? I'm sorry, isn't you don't even have to be equally two, successful. Two is always better than one. Two one is, and a half is better than one. One and three quarters is better than one. So when you're thinking about a mate and you're like, I have to find someone who's my equal or above. I what is that? What is that? You're selling yourself short. Throw that throw that mentality. I have to find someone who's my equal. Yeah. Throw that away because in most cases not all, but in most cases, that type of thinking does not serve you. Right. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. That's Get to know people for who they are. Sure, I think it's going to take both sides doing that. You know what I mean? Because I could be a young lady or a young man that's like, you know what, Marcus and Shire, you guys are right, man. I'm going into it. I'm, I'm going into it with that mentality. But if the opposite or if, the, you know, the opposite party is not thinking like that that's where it gets hard and i think because shire these statistics show that marriage is a two-way street it's not just that marriages are breaking up but it's just that they're not the even two parties aren't even coming we're not coming even coming together, together. we're so, not even coming together yeah well sure and I, I i i think there's there's other layers to this too well let's get on it okay we well, got nothing but time i mean oh, the people on the podcast they okay hanging out with us so the other huh? one and this could well this is i'm just gonna read a fact so um this statistic from the same article check it out if you're if you're into this type of thing but it says roughly one in five black and hispanic millennials who are married have a spouse of a different race or ethnicity so what that tells me is that that of the 24 percent of the black millennials who are married Mm -hmm. that one in five of that 24 percent so are um are married to someone of another ethnicity. Mm. I don't know what the statistics are between male and female. Right, right. That, but, I think that would be really interesting. But I think that, um, you know, if you're black and you're looking for a black spouse, mm-hmm. maybe it's harder. Or maybe you should open, you know, be more open to um, right, right. a marriage with a spouse of a different race or ethnicity. But I just thought that that's that definitely interesting to was really statistic. interesting to share. Yeah, that's 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 a uh, that's a good one, and we could definitely get deep on that. So one. it's increased over time. Gotcha. So that's the thing. Now, what God has put together, what they say, let no man put asunder. Yeah, something like that. So I'm not, you know, but that is that's the realness. I, I, I honestly, in, in my short, my small, um, my small scope. Or, or a group that I've, you know, of people I know, I've seen a lot of second marriages being with a member of a, of, of, a, of another race. And I think that may play into that statistic. While divorce increases, um, you see that you said that statistic is, is growing of, of blacks, you know, marrying other races. I think maybe it might be something to that as well. Like, hey, it didn't work out the first round. Maybe the second round, I'll try something else. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I've seen that in, in just in my experience from the little, you know, my small little sphere of, of people. So I don't know. But this is a great topic, man. And uh, we really didn't answer anything. That's that's the kind of. Yeah. I hope you were able to 
siphon something from this conversation. <laughs> well, I think the takeaway is what I think we stand for and what we represent. Yeah. And that is, is that marriage works. Yeah. Marriage is work. Man, it's work. But it also works. Yeah. When we stick it through. Yeah. And it's worth it. And I think of the 76% of black millennials who are not in a marital relationship and think of the benefits that they're missing out on. Yeah. 76%. Okay. So if I'm making an average salary and if the other person's making an average salary and we put it together, we got something. Got an above average salary. We have an above average salary. Okay, we're too ordinary. We come together, we can make a little something extra. Yeah, yeah. something a little extraordinary. Yeah, you know. So it, it's it's hard for one person to outwork two people. So it's hard. You're gonna have to grind that much more if you by yourself are saying I, I can do it all by myself. Well, you're gonna be working twice as hard to do that. And, and I and so I think we should close with this unknown uh, quote, uh, unknown un, unknown source of this quote, but it's very famous saying very very famous quote if you want maybe you might know who said it, i don't know but i think it's a no if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go together that's an african po- proverb okay there we go there we go thank you shire i knew you would probably know so shire any any uh what y'all think call us yeah let us know man let us know in the comments what comment is going section. on Call us on uh, uh, if if you're viewing this on the Anchor app, you can call in and leave a voicemail, um, and we'll throw it up on one of our uh, future shows. So please do that. Uh, let us know in the comment section what do you think about this conversation, and also don't forget to give us a five star rating because that helps helps us to be more visible on all of the podcast platforms wherever you listen to this go write us a little review say hey i liked it uh and uh go ahead and give us five stars you can keep the non-five star reviews to yourself <laughs> marcus <laughs> we'll take those too not so much but any last words i this was this was a fun that, that was, was good yeah, so yeah i mean a lot of meat on look this one. we're giving ourselves compliments yeah, we are. I, yeah, we are. I guess we shouldn't do that. Well, have a blessed week. Yes. And thanks for rocking with us on the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. We out.